Thank you for joining us here on the Radio Bible Course. Today we begin with a question from one of our listeners. Did Jesus teach tithing? We can answer this in two ways. We can say, yes, he taught his audience that those people should tithe. Listen to Matthew chapter 23, verse 23. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you tithe mint and dill and cumin and have neglected the weightier provisions of the law, justice and mercy and faithfulness. But these are things you should have done without neglecting the other. We can also answer that question, did Jesus teach tithing, by saying, no, he did not teach it, he didn't need to teach it, because Moses taught it. But he did uphold the teaching of the law of Moses about the tithe, which those people already had. Now, the law did not teach tithing as practiced today. It taught at least two tithes, that's 20% and possibly three tithes. The third was held every third year, making the Old Testament obligation for the Jew 23%, or 23 and a third percent of his income. Did Jesus teach that people should tithe? Well, Matthew chapter 23 is clear that he told those people that they ought to tithe, but they should not neglect other things which were equally important. Now, the next question, and it should be the first question we ask about any passage of the Scripture, is this. To whom was he speaking? Well, you'll say, is that important? Well, I'll let you decide. One time Jesus was in a fishing boat, and he said, Be quiet. Did he there teach that we all should be quiet? To whom was he speaking? He was speaking to nature, and the wind and the waves obeyed his voice. He once said to one of his disciples, Get behind me, Satan. Does that mean his disciples are satanic? In Matthew chapter 8, after healing a man, he told him to tell no one. Furthermore, He instructed him to go to the priest and offer a sacrifice, as Moses commanded. Did Jesus teach sacrifices? Animal sacrifices? That's what the law of Moses commanded. Listen to the last verse in Leviticus. These are the commands the Lord gave Moses on Mount Sinai for the Israelites. Are you an Israelite? Do you offer sacrifices at the place appointed by the law of Moses? That place was Jerusalem. Do you keep Saturday as the Sabbath? The Israelites did. Do you keep the Jewish feast days? The Jews did. The law demanded that God's Old Testament people do all those things and much more. When Jesus spoke about the tithe in Matthew 23, verse 23, to whom was he speaking? He was speaking to Jews. How do we know that? It says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. He wasn't talking to Christians because there weren't any Christians. He wasn't speaking to the church because there was no church. 
These were people who grew up in Judaism, and he had come as the king of the Jews and was speaking to his own people about the law which they were obligated to keep. But we who believe in Christ are not under that law. We are dead to the law because we figuratively died with Christ when we believed in him to save us from the curse of the law. Romans chapter 6 declares, You are not under law. You are under grace. To whom was Paul writing? To Christians, to the church at Rome. If you are in the church, then what is written in the New Testament applies to you, and you in the church are not under law. You are under grace. The law is foreign to the teachings that are given to believers. Christians in the New Testament were warned about those who taught the law because if they submitted to any of those laws in the Old Testament, they were obligated to keep all of the laws of Moses. The law is a unit. You must take it all or take none of it. Beware of teachers who tell you that some parts of the law have been done away, but not all of them. Listen to Romans chapter 7, beginning with verse 4. So, my brothers, you also died to the law through the body of Christ, that you might belong to another, to him who was raised from the dead, in order that we might bear fruit to God. For when we were controlled by the sinful nature, and the sinful passions aroused by the law, were at work in our bodies so that we bore fruit for death. But now, by dying to what once bound us, we have been released from the law, so that we serve in the new way of the Spirit, and not in the old way of the written code. That's clear. Paul told those Christians in Rome that they had died to the law by believing in Jesus Christ, and the Spirit was now, now to be their teacher, not the old written code, which is a reference to the law of Moses. When Paul wrote his second epistle to the Corinthians, he touched on this subject again. He said, God has made us competent as ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter but of the Spirit, for the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. And then he wrote, Now if the ministry that brought death, which was engraved in letters on stone, came with glory so that the Israelites could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of its glory, fading though it was, will not the ministry of the Spirit be even more glorious? Did you notice he talked about that ministry which was engraved in letters on stone as a ministry of death? What was engraved in letters on stone? The Ten Commandments. And he said that glory was fading away and that the ministry of the Spirit is more glorious. And in verse 9 of 2 Corinthians 3, he added this, If the ministry that condemns men is glorious, 
and there again he's talking about the law of Moses, how much more glorious is the ministry that brings righteousness? Paul clearly teaches here that he is a minister of the new covenant, not of the law of Moses. He taught Christians the way of grace, not the way of law. Since the law teaches tithing, we need to ask this question. What was the law for? That's answered in Galatians chapter 3. It was added because of transgressions until the seed to whom the promise referred had come. And who is that seed? Galatians 3 answers it. The seed is Jesus Christ. Well, that baffled the Jews. And so Paul had to explain, is the law therefore opposed to the promises of God? Absolutely not. For if a law had been given that could impart life, then righteousness would certainly have come by the law. But the scripture declares the whole world is a prisoner of sin, so that what was promised, being given through faith, in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. Before this faith came, we were held prisoners by the law, locked up until faith should be revealed. So the law was put in charge to lead us until Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But now that faith has come, we are no longer under the supervision of the law. Anyone who teaches that we ought to tithe is teaching that Christians are under the law, and they are contradicting what God has said through the Apostle Paul here in Galatians chapter 3, and in most all other epistles which he wrote. Galatians is one epistle which warns Christians against the law. Beware of teachers who suggest that Christians should keep one day holy according to the law of Moses, or who ought to practice something that was taught in the Old Testament. If God wants you to practice something, it will be in your New Testament. God has spoken through Christ, and Christ has spoken through the apostles and New Testament prophets. Everything you as a Christian need for your conduct in the church and your behavior under God is written in those New Testament epistles. They tell you the word of Christ. Another question that needs to be asked is, who tore down the law? In Ephesians chapter 2, we read this about Jesus Christ, verse 14. For he himself is our peace, who has made the two one. The two refers to Jew and Gentile. He has made the two one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing in his flesh the law with its commandments and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new man out of the two, thus making peace. What is God telling us here? That Jesus Christ, when he fulfilled the law, ended the law, so that both Jew and Gentile who believed in him could have a new way to live. And they could live in peace, 
in the church. He abolished the law with its commandments and regulations. Now, I didn't say that. That's Ephesians chapter 2, verse 15. So, back to the original question. Did Jesus teach tithing? Yes, he did, for those people who were under the law to tithe, the Jews. But he never taught tithing to Christians. And in tomorrow's lesson, we'll talk about that. The subject we've been dealing with today is concerned with the law. But the Bible teaches us that Christians are under grace. When people ask, which set of tapes should I order first from all those which you have made? I answer, you ought to start with the most popular of all the courses I ever taught on the LSU campus. It's called Understanding the New Testament, and it contains 15 hours of the most significant topics in the Bible. Many people who've listened to this course claim that it opened the Word of God to them in a new way for a number of reasons. Understanding the New Testament defines keywords, presents a comparison of the four major ages in the Bible, and discusses the three major themes in the Bible, along with explaining why salvation in the Old and New Testaments is by only one way. No book or tapes contain all this surprising material. This ten-tape course will also distinguish for you the teachings of Jesus to the church from those he gave to Israel in the Gospels. You can get information about teaching tapes by writing to the Radio Bible Course. Until tomorrow, this is Nick Calavota reminding you that the word gospel means good news. Our address is Radio Bible Courses, Post Office Box 14916, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70898. The website is rbcword.org.